This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Folks, I hope everyone's doing great. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I ended up having to take yesterday off. My mother ended up coming to town unexpectedly because my stepfather had to travel for work, and he was able to drag her along. So she got to spend the day with Willie G. I cooked all day yesterday. I was making Polish smolets. That's S-M-A-L-E-C, if you're interested. Basically, what you do, folks. All right. And I use a recipe that comes from my wife's brother, who makes the best smolets in the family, according to her. Combined with this Polish cook I found on YouTube. 
and I really like her method and her video is very well done. So I've made this once before, a couple of weeks ago, and I made it again yesterday. This time I made, uh, I started off with about five pounds of fat and meat, and I'll explain what it is momentarily. And uh, last time I, I did a couple of pounds. So from the butcher, I get the jowl fat, and it's a bag about two pounds with scrap fat, and meeting it from the jowl of the pig. And what you've got to do is you separate the fat from the meat. So you got to carve it up. And then you cube the meat up uh, really small into little dice cubes. And you do the same thing with the fat. Now, if you have a grinder, which I'm eventually going to invest in, I'll be talking about this uh, over several episodes. This is going to be a great show, by the way, folks. I just want to lay out the food thing. I like to talk about food, as you know. But I'm going to be talking about vaccines in general because we just got back from Willie G's first doctor's visit. And I'll talk about this doctor, and I'll talk about this piece of literature that was in her office, which you're not going to find at a Rockefeller Medical Industrial Complex doctor's office. I promise you that. And then we're going to get back into Theodore Kaczynski. But let me finish up here with the Smollett's talk because I'm really excited about this. So the first time I made this, um, I adjusted it a bit. Uh, yesterday was the second time. So I adjusted the recipe and now I have the master recipe in my head. So I've got to make it again, but it takes all day. So I use a uh, cast iron, non-enamel cast iron pot that I have. It's a Dutch oven, really. The one I use for my bread. And I'm going to be investing now in an enamel pot because I think it's going to work better. But basically what I do, this was a three to two fat to meat ratio and i'm going to be switching to a four to one but what you do is you slow melt this fat down you render it down as much as possible in the pot and then when it's as close to liquid as possible it's not going to be all liquid you have small pieces of the white fat floating around you then uh fry the meat right and you can use this jowl meat i also use pork belly we get it from the butcher now i know exactly what cuts i'm after so i'm going to start to put the master recipe together and then talk to the butcher about getting exactly what i need so you melt the fat down and then you fry the piece of bacon in there and you're doing this all at a super low temperature like basically a one on the stove and um it takes about a couple of hours to melt the fat down then a couple of hours to cook up the uh, meat and then you add up uh, diced onion in there and then you add some uh, tart apple like a granny smith type apple that's shaved and then you add salt and pepper then you do crushed garlic and then you put um, a little bit of marjoram in there Uh, dried marjoram and uh, then when it's all done you put it in jars and then you let it cool down if you're going to eat it within you know two to four weeks you put it in the refrigerator and then what happens is the fat will solidify back up and be white now if you're getting this at restaurants in poland the fat to meat ratio is really high it might be like seven fat to one meat again i did a three fat to two meat i'm going to switch it to a four fat to one meat because it's just uh, you need more fat and then basically it's just really delicious large spread or uh, if you want to name it here in america i'd call it a bacon spread and then you can take your jars if you put them in canning jars and you can boil those for five minutes and preserve it and then you've got preserved meat high protein lots of fat that you can 
stock away for quite a while. And I can make this on open fire without uh, ever having to use electricity. So I'm going to actually perfect that because I'm going to do a lot of meat canning this year. And it's really good spread on my homemade bread uh, with pickles, uh, pickles and red onions. So this year we're doing a greenhouse and I'm going to grow a lot of pickling cucumbers because I'm going to perfect the art of uh, pickling cucumbers this year. I want to have my own uh, pickles, um, a lot more onions this year. And I'm learning about storing onions down in the, the cellar this year from Farmer Carol. And, uh, and then I'll have this preserved meat. I'm going to do different types of meat, but this is one of them. And then I'm going to start building out my little, uh, my little survivalist uh, stash of stuff, folks. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I had mentioned on the last show, or one of the last shows, we were going to look at a property on Monday in West Virginia. What we decided to do was go back to my original plan we had come up with a few weeks ago. So... We're going to put that off for about six months. It's just too hard to travel with Willie G. Uh, right now, he's only 11 weeks. Uh, and us driving four hours into the heart of West Virginia with Willie G right now, is just, it's it's not, um, it's not fair to him. Uh, we do want to accelerate this plan, though, because in light of some new information, I've been studying uh, more documents. Wide Awake Jim found stuff that Mike Moore over at the Thomas Paine podcast has been talking about. Who knows, folks? These guys, the elites, the technocrats, the bankers could make a move to drive us into this CBDC system, at least the beginning of collapsing the economy altogether. So we do want to get our hands on some property. But there's a few pieces we found that sold a few months back in the heart of West Virginia that are like 28 acres, 30 acres. So we're going to put our plan together over the next couple of weeks, and we found an agent in West Virginia we're going to work with, and we're going to get this locked down, ladies and gentlemen. We're just going to have do what we have to do. Uh, it's a little sooner than I wanted to. I was really looking at a year, two years, but I think we've got to speed up the timeline. So uh, that'll all be part of the show. As we start to make decisions, we're going to tell you what we're looking for in the property, uh, how that fits our goals, and I'll build that all into the show because I figure if there's other folks trying to do this, then um, I might as well share my plans. And if there's some of you, I, I know there's several of you on pain.tv slash gold that have reached out to me telling me that you're in the process of building a homestead, you're looking for one. Um, I know several people in the process of looking for farmland. Wide Awake Jim's even looking at doing something out in Tennessee. I know J-Mal is poking around trying to do it. Everybody's trying to get their ducks in a row to make their great escape. So if it's something you're working on or if you've done it, feel free to reach out to me at my email, me at DustinGoldShow.com and uh, come on the show and talk about it. Share your adventures folks because we can learn from each other there's just so much stuff between you know finding something with a well and then what condition the septic tank is in and i've seen properties in west virginia that are stream fed ponds and then that becomes the water supply it's just a lot to learn really quickly and you want to do it with making as few mistakes as possible wasting as little money as possible so let's start having some conversations about this on the show 
ladies and gentlemen. All right, I hope you had an opportunity to check out episode 144. I found it to be quite fascinating. I actually listened to it because I had forgot what we talked about, and I've got a couple of pastors coming on soon. And so I went back and actually listened to it while I was cooking yesterday. Because I was making the smallets, that was all day. I cooked a couple of loaves of bread, and then I had a about a three-pound slab of pork belly. So I cooked that up in the oven, and then we cut that up and fried it and did it Asian-style with some bok choy. Um, so it was really good. So I had my headset on, and I was listening to the show, and, and I thought Dana was a was an incredible guest. It was the second time he was on. I think this discussion was even better than the first one. So uh, definitely check that out. It's just we talk about technocracy today. Then we talk about these different systems and readings of the book of Revelation, uh, end times, antichrist. And Dana is just so well studied and he's so well spoken. It just complemented the shows we've done with Mark from pain.tv slash gold and my friend Dan Golvach, who came on the show. And then as we start to move forward and we talk to a couple of pastors and some uh, more of you folks are out there doing your own studying, I think it just helps us put a bigger picture together. We could start to understand what's going on from many different sides, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not here to preach uh, one religion or another religion or a sect of a religion or a denomination of a religion. That's not what this is about. Uh, But I am interested in having discussions on God, on Mother Nature, on the natural world, because I believe that is really the counter to technocracy, to technology, to this idea of man-made immortality and all the stuff that the technocrats and the transhumanists are pushing. All right, We can't just be against something. I think you also have to be for something. And to me, and I've said this on the show, and I'm not ashamed to say this, you know, when you go hiking up in the woods, or when I go hiking up in the woods, or I go uh, to Assateague Island, you know, where the wild horses run about three hours from us, and we camp on the beach looking out into the ocean, or you go uh, anywhere where there's just nature, forest, mountains, you know, deserts, and, and you just look how everything works so perfectly, and it's not created by man, uh, that that is God, that is Mother Nature, that is the wild, you know, and to me, it is just so magical, so magical, and I say to myself, that is uh, the truth, and I think that Ted Kaczynski, whether he wrote Industrial Society and its future or not, was so right that we just have to show people nature once again, get them to reconnect with what is natural, and that becomes the counterbalance to technology to this man-made prison planet that we find ourselves in. And we're going to continue to do some exercises here on this show and look at various technologies and decide whether they are a net positive or a net negative for humanity and where these technologies lead. As I talked about with Dana, I think you guys were able to pick that up, that a lot of these technologies came from Nazi technology or they come right out of the state, right out of the government, Uh, if not all of them, ladies and gentlemen. And they always end up leading to selling out our liberty, our freedom, 
our human autonomy. We just continue to sell it out for perceived convenience and new gadgets and new devices, uh, new drugs, new pharmaceuticals, new this, new that. And at the end of the day, these shiny objects end up becoming what builds this prison planet matrix all around us. Now, I'm going to do a couple more shows on uh, Theodore Kaczynski. Uh, and then I decided his second paper we are going to review, but I'm going to do that down the line. It's on my list. We've got Anthony Sutton's book on the Federal Reserve, which we're going to review here. We've got a lot of different guests lined up that are going to be popping in and out on this show. And then um, I'm going to be doing another in-depth expose on Peter Thiel, who I believe is one of the most dangerous front-facing, forward-facing technocratic transhumanists today because they've got a lot more information on him there's a lot of other technologies coming out i see other podcasters and influencers covering those i'm not going to jump into every one of them you know vaccinating bees and mosquitoes and all this other stuff because i could literally spend you know my whole life just talking about all the problems and all of these things i mean some of this stuff is beyond our control if they're going to do it like if they're going to vaccinate bees and have them fly around and sting you and vaccinate you there's not a whole lot we we can do about it um so i want to focus on some of the big pieces like peter thiel i've got a show planned where i am going to go through some of the national facebook groups of gig workers and i'm going to show you what the digital slave plantation looks like from the inside this is something we can change this is something you have to warn your kids and grandkids about your friends your family folks that are getting trapped in gig work if we can get them to understand that that's all intentional it's all orchestrated it's not an accident and these folks that are not able to make money and not make ends meet that is all part of the planned system and hopefully we can get these people to start thinking of ways to escape the plantation that's that's a positive thing all right when we get back folks i'll tell you about our visit to willie g's doctor his first doctor's visit outside of the mid uh, whiffery team and uh, this document I'm holding up right here for the pain.tv slash gold community that was at the doctor's office. And I want you to tell me if you've ever seen a document like this sitting on the front desk of your Rockefeller Medical Industrial Complex doctor's office. Because I guarantee you, you have not, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll tell you about that. I'm actually going to read this whole document to you. It's very important. And then I will get into who our doctor is, how we chose her. So this way, if you're looking for a doctor like this for your child or grandchild, you know what to look for. Ladies and gentlemen, right now you can look for a short commercial break. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I forgot to mark the first part of that episode, folks. This is episode 145, part one. Part one. I got to get back in the habit of that. And I did not do it during the interview with uh, Dana. Uh, I'm working on a new format. So when I do the interviews... I just record them straight through um, because I don't want to break up the interview like I would do a radio show because I think it, it, it sort of destroys the train of thought for the guest. But what I'm going to start doing, because we made a decision, we're going to keep breaking up the shows into pieces for now, stick to our current model until we begin the release, which was supposed to be yesterday, but then my mother popped into town, so I got delayed by a week. But we're going to begin releasing all this stuff on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And so as soon as that happens, uh, then we can start actually working on the audio side of this podcast because I think what we're going to do is we're going to clean up the channel for this show and i'm going to start releasing the show in four parts and then there will be a subscription-based service and we're working through that i told you about it a few months ago and then the company we wanted to use it turned out that their service didn't provide exactly what we needed and that will be released in full at the same time that the free side comes out in four parts with ads, this will be released in full with no ads. So it's just, it's a lot of things. I'm trying to juggle so many things. Willie G, you know, Maggie, then property, then, you know, survivalist stuff, then the show, then all the marketing, then figuring out how to make this profitable. And then a couple of other businesses that I'm trying to get going outside of the show, but that will tie into the show because they'll become part of the content. I'll show you how we're going to grow those. So it's just a lot of different pieces we're trying to manage at one time. Uh, and I'm, I turned 42 the other day, folks. I don't have the energy I did when I was 21. No, I, I do. I do. But it's a little different now because uh, back then I just had to worry about myself. All right. Let me, let me show you this. So uh, we deal with the midwifery for the home birth, right? And so we end up in this community of folks that are about natural birth. We end up meeting folks that are into homeopathy. We end up connecting with local farmers as we've been building that uh, network of folks around us. So we're just building this community the last seven, eight, nine months around us. So we get introduced to um, to this doctor. We hadn't met her, but we, we were referred to her. Uh, and so our doula, 
the midwives. Uh, there were five people on the midwifery team. And then some people we met who were clients of them and our friend Elena, who is uh, now a homeopathy expert about to launch a homeopathy consulting business. And I'm going to get her on the show once she has that to help uh, introduce you um, to her and her to you guys because uh, she's just such a sweet woman and I'm trying to help her out a little bit with her business like hey set up like a zoom consulting type of business at first and uh, you know maybe put together a video course you know you know charge a little bit of money at first and and get your name out there so um, so we're going to get her on but it doesn't make sense until she actually has her business set up so there's an attorney i know who i'm going to connect her with who will help you hopefully be able to help her uh get the actual business and everything set up uh sooner rather than later so we can get her on and she could start helping you folks um just a very sweet woman and so she she actually referred us to this doctor as did several other people so we reach out to the doctor about uh, two months before Willie G was born, because the midwives want you to line up a pediatrician. Uh, and then the midwife service, after you have the birth, they see your baby for uh, five, six, seven times, so you don't need a doctor. And then you eventually uh, end with them, which we did at the end of December, and then you transition over to a pediatrician. Now, there were several pediatricians we were referred to who aren't vaccine pushers. And that was our main uh, concern, right? We wanted to go with more of a holistic type approach. And it's it's difficult. There's not many out there. Well, a lot of these doctors who were dealing with some of the people we know for several years, they still treat them the way they were when they found the doctor in the beginning. But now these doctors have been absorbed into various uh, doctor networks and doctor groups and then work with sh certain insurance companies. So they're not willing necessarily to take on new patients with the, hey, I'm not going to push the vaccine model because now they're absorbed into a new network. So this particular doctor we were turned on to, I called her office and I said, hey, we've, we've got a baby on the way in a couple months coming out of Riverside Midwifery. Uh, talked to her assistant who's been with her a number of years. I said, you know, what are her stances on um, circumcision? Because I, you know, I was trying to, I'm circumcised, but I was trying to figure it out because a lot of the natural folks, they don't circumcise, but it's been part of our culture. I mean, I grew up in Connecticut in a small town of 10,000, I think everybody was circumcised as far as i know from all the sports i played and uh, the gym locker room where they would have the boys taking showers together and stuff so uh yeah i was trying to figure it all out she said she doesn't recommend that unless it's you know a religious thing there's actually no medical reason to circumcise i said what's her stance on vaccines well she recommends no vaccines and she can get into detail uh with you guys on that you know so everything was working out all the boxes were checked and she's not some quack who uh practices you know witchcraft out of the back of uh you know a shanty van somewhere on the side of the road which some of those people might be great to be honest i mean they can't be any worse than the rockefeller medical industrial complex big pharma drug pushers that the majority of people uh, have been dealing with for the last 125 years in this country so 
Today was the first visit. We go there. It's out in the sticks, you know, rural area outside of Frederick, Maryland, uh, in an area called uh, Mount Airy, Maryland. And you drive through all this farmland and then back up into the woods, long private driveway. And uh, it's operated, I assume it's her house, uh, but she's got uh, the whole thing set up like a doctor's office, really nice, really quiet. And uh, we go in there, we fill out the initial paperwork, and we're uh, hanging out, talking to another mom who had her baby there. And then the doctor comes out, and eventually, when you go in the room, she did a full checkup. And for those of you who may be wondering, uh, Willie G, he's uh, 11 weeks and two days old. He's 25 inches tall, so he's in the top 95th percentile on height. He's 14 pounds, so in the top 80th percentile on weight, which is good because the majority of kids are overweight. So he's actually right around where he needs to be. And then as far as his developmental milestones, she said he's uh, he's ahead of um, you know all kids his age, which is fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, doing tummy time now. You know between sixty and ninety minutes a day, he can hold his head up. I clocked him at twelve minutes the other day before he got tired when he's on his tummy. He rolls from tummy to back. Uh, he follows your hand, your objects. He has conversations with you where you can sit there and talk to him and he goes, and he talks back to you. Um, I can point to the ceiling like we're looking at stars. He follows my finger. He giggles when I tell him, no, never mind. No, never mind. Not that star, this star. And I move my finger. Uh, he's laughing. You can put toys around him. He picks them up with his hands. You could dangle a toy. He grabs it with his hand. So he's hitting all these uh, all these major milestones. You know, I can lay him on his back, take his hands, lift him, and he and he sits up. Uh, so everything is fantastic. She said he's doing great. So for those of you who who may be wondering, because I know I was talking more about him on the show in the past he's great in fact yesterday he went out in the backyard with a bow and arrow and um, killed a deer i felt bad for the deer but it's going to provide food for us for the next year no he did not do that but he's going to learn how to uh so anyway he's doing great she checks him out we talk about a lot of different things she gives us a list of all these uh homeopathic um I wouldn't call them medications, but homeopathic remedies for certain things for Maggie and for Willie G. She said to take some cod oil. Um, she said everything looks fantastic. And uh, that's it, folks. So I get in a conversation with her about uh, vaccines. I happen to say, like, you know, what's your stance? Your assistant said, and she said, listen, my stance is, is that it's the parent's right to understand what all the different vaccines are what's in all the different vaccines and make the choice based on their child and it's all individual choices every child is different she said boys are different than girls girls are different than boys each boy is different than another boy and parents should be allowed to be educated and not feel pressured into getting vaccines and they shouldn't feel like just because it's the norm or because it's part of the system that they have to do it. And most people, she said, have just been sort of brainwashed into believing that it's just part of life. You just go get it all done. All the vaccines, you file the CDC vaccine schedule. And I said, okay, well, you know, but what do you, th- what do you think? And she goes, well, every vaccine is completely different. Every child's completely different. But at the end of the day, she's like, I don't think, uh, 
for the most part, they're necessary at all. So she said, but I don't want to make the decision for people. I want people to educate themselves and hopefully make the right decision, but I don't want to push people into the decision they make. And that was the same stance that all of the midwives took. And even our doula took was like, I'll educate you. And then you make the decision. Well, in the Rockefeller Medical Industrial Complex system, it's completely different. You know, the doctor acts like he's the boss. You know, he diagnoses you. He makes the decision. If you don't follow his decision, then you're a horrible, terrible person. And you're probably going to die when you walk out into the parking lot. Well, this is not the case. And I'll show you a little bit about this doctor. We'll read her bio in a little bit. So this way, if you're going to try to free yourself from the system, a new thing here folks hashtag exit the system then you'll know the type of doctor you want to look for and these folks are few and far between but they are out there like i said we we had probably a short list of about six all within an hour radius but that's six among what thousands so it's not many but they're out there, but the more they're getting absorbed into certain doctor's group and insurance networks and their affiliation with hospitals, they are not allowed to go against the grain, as you saw during COVID Land, the high school theater production. So uh, that's the setup to this. So we're in the doctor's office. And um, I saw it sitting there. My wife sees it. It catches her attention. She picks it up. And it's this uh, flyer that's sitting there. Uh, right in the waiting room, and it says, do you know what's in a vaccine? All right. And then on the back, it says, how many vaccines will your child get? All right. Again, you're not going to find this in a Rockefeller Industrial Medical Complex uh, doctor's office because they are selling vaccines. They are selling drugs for big pharma. So I know a lot of people have listened to shows on vaccines. I have as well. I was part of some vaccine shows back in the day. Uh, But because this was in a doctor's office, a licensed doctor's office, a real doctor's office, uh, I'm going to read it to you. Because this didn't come just off of the internet. Didn't show up just in my Facebook feed. It didn't come from, you know, an anti-vax influencer. This came from a real-life doctor who is treating our son. So I'm going to read this to you when we get back. I think it's uh, it should be mind-blowing to those of you who haven't looked into this. And for those of you that have, this should be confirmation for you. Confirmation of what you have heard. And now you know it actually comes from a real doctor, from a real office. So I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 